My name is Jenny. My name is Ted. My name is Gray. And, and this, this is, is Anamorphology. The Invasion. The Visitor. The Encounter. The Message. The Predator. The Capture. The Stranger. The end, The Secret. The Android. The Forgot. The Reaction. The Chain. The Unescape. The, 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 the Decision. The Spell. The Departure. The Sound. The Discovery. The Proposed Threat. The Mutation. The Separation. The Deception. The Suspicious Existence. The Extreme Sacrifice. The Diversion. The Answer. The Beginning. Here we are, back again after so long. What are we reading today? I don't know. You don't know. You know. Is it Vegemorphs? It's Vegemorphs. Oh. So I read Vegemorphs back in the day. I forgot you read it. I don't remember anything about it. I think I flipped through it when we acquired this copy. But uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I don't Which remember. Just a while why. ago, yeah. I'm not really looking at the cover, but I am going to look at when it came out. 1998. Okay, so this was like in the prime of Animorphs. Yeah. This um, just came out as I a parody, I assume. We should look at the, the cover and the back cover, and that will yeah. explain more about its origins. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, we're going to put a picture of this with the episode. It's amazing. Vegemorphs, the fungus among us. But, but, <laughs> but, but, that's a carrot. <laughs> exactly. But it's a carrot with a face. It's so bad. So it's a boy with a, a hand over his heart. He looks kind of like an astronaut somehow. I think yeah. it's the collar and of his he shirt. he morphs into the carrot. And as he morphs, his hair grows out into the leafy greens of the carrot. Except yeah. it looks like a mullet. Um, <laughs> it's all very bad. He also has a shirt with... What I guess is the Vegemorphs logo, which is the, the morph carrot and a V. Yeah, see, it's on the back of the book also. So I have a few issues with this cover right away. Yeah. One of them is that this boy is wearing a Vegemorphs uniform. The Animorphs never had uniforms, and that is a travesty. They should have had uniforms. Uh, also, there are only four pictures there... in the morph progression. Yeah, I'm not sure there should that be five. three would have been any better than anything else but there's that's a really big cover. leap between you're right two they're missing the crucial yeah. and three to four there is not a big change it's mostly just like become slightly more carrot shaped yeah. and also this this boy like rotates through the morph this is just like they didn't learn any lessons from how animorphs does it uh-huh so there's some more text on the front cover yeah. yes you want to read it ted as i mentioned before the title is the fungus among us not some, a vegetable, I will some say. Some aliens come in peace. Some come in peas. You see, what they did there was they made a pun about peas and peace. I don't get they it. they kind of sound the same. Can you explain it more? But so... It's terrible. So this is interesting. Taken literally, the, the fungus among us are probably the yurks. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they are coming... In the peas. So maybe the plot is about they're receiving moldy peas infested with yurks. Yeah, I think it's going to be like the vegetables of the world are being taken over by aliens and the kids have to morph vegetables to like infiltrate. Or maybe this is actually the source of fungi because, you know, they're sort of halfway between humans and plants. Yeah, those are natural, not natural earth things. Okay. Um, and then it says a parody of the best-selling Animorphs series. Well, this answers Thank the you. question about the, whether it's trying to be a legit The imprint <laughs> is Troll, which I have never heard of. And who's it by, Ted? Leaf E. Green. See what they did there. Well, li- it sounds like Leaf E. Green. 
<laughs> a legitimate author. Thank you for explaining these puns. You're welcome. They would just you. go over over our heads. Okay, so now we're looking at the back of the book. Would you like to read it? We can't tell you all the details of the plot. It's too dangerous. But believe us, there is a plot. A plot to take over the universe. I like and it starts with a seemingly <laughs> innocuous epidemic of athlete's foot. No joke. Stop scratching and pull yourself together. You could be in deep. Really deep. And we might need you to step in. I feel like that end didn't quite what? work as well as they wanted it to. Is it step in because it's athlete's foot? What's happening? I think so. I think yes. So there's definitely an athlete's foot thing going on and a vegetable thing going on. Also gross. Okay. So there's a, a sort of, I don't know, a header called, oh, how crude it tay. Uh, uh, we also find out this costs $3.95 in the yeah, U.S. I was going to point that five out. 5 50 in Canada. So bad exchange rate at that time. There's a link. Visit our website at uh, http colon slash slash www.troll.com. I'm going to troll.com. Go to troll.com right Please now, Please keep Ted. reading. Okay. The thing about the plot was like kind of the war- like the text they have on every Animorphs book okay. cover, and this is the book-specific summary. Okay. What if we told you that planet Earth is in jeopardy, that an awful plague is headed for you and everyone you know, and that only a handful of kids are empowered to do anything about it? Well, all of this and more is true. Five kids have a strange gift, an ability to morph into a vegetable at will, and only they can save us. For only nutrient-rich vegetables can ward off the spread (laughs) of this ravaging disease. Beware, potatoes of all kinds, couch, au gratin, french fried, now rule. So be kind to them, they know things that we don't. For the sake of humanity, forget what your mom told you. Don't eat your vegetables. You never know which one might be our planet's savior or your little sister. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so interestingly, Troll.com redirects to Scholastic. Oh, Scholastic owns Troll.com? Well, I'm not sure they did at the time because oh, Seropedia okay. says it was published by Troll Communications. Leafy Green is the pseudonym of Chris Steinbach. Please tell me that was one of the ghostwriters. <laughs> Getting revenge. We also have a warning here. This book was not prepared, approved, licensed, or endorsed by any entity involved in creating or producing the Animorph series. Cover art by Shi Chen, which I don't know if I'm going to be hiring Shi Chen to do my cover art after this, mm-hmm. but I, they, I'm sure they did their best. According to Crunchbase, Scholastic acquired Troll Book Fairs Incorporated in 2001. So yeah, they were not associated at the time. So I think we should make some predictions. We already have... The sort of moldy peas, fungus in uh, in vegetables. Peas theory. was just a pun. If, if it's, no, if it's I, athlete's yeah. foot, athlete's foot doesn't come in peas. Unless the pea is like the, the spaceship for the, oh. each little spore has a little spaceship. Yeah, because how is athlete's foot interacting with vegetables at all? Great if, this, if this tries to parody the Helmicrons book, it will fail because <laughs> the, the Helmicrons book, book parodies is perfect. itself. That's, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do we think, okay, do we think there's going to be, like, an Elfengore encounter? And oh, will there be a vegetable pun on Elfengore's name? I haven't thought of one Elfinger. yet. Elfengore. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I think we're going to be more clever than this book. I bet it will parody the opening scene, because that's very yeah. iconic. Elfungus. Um, so we'll, Elfungus. We'll have, <laughs> the kids will get the 
vegetable cube. Yes, a, a it'll be like a, a like a greater cube. A bullion cube. <laughs> a bullion cube. And, yeah, uh, vegetable bullion. I know this is not the point, but I'm annoyed at the back already because only nutrient-rich vegetables can ward off the spread of this ravaging disease. Like potatoes. <laughs> okay, why, if you're not supposed to eat the vegetables, why are nutrient-rich vegetables, like, is it like somehow that stops the athlete's foot? I mean, not, you know. There are so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> not in real life, but maybe in Vegemorphs. All right, I'm going to open this. And, uh, okay, we have cu- we have a title page. No cut-through image, thankfully. No. <laughs> it's true. Clearly a cheaper production. <laughs> I really enjoy the first line. Would you like to read chapter one? Sure, yes, sure. Okay. Sorry about the crinkles that will come through here. I can't tell you my first name or my last name either. <laughs> and I can't tell you where I live, but I might be lying in your refrigerator's vegetable bin or in the produce section of your local supermarket right now. Yeah, probably like unable to move because what do you do as a vegetable? So let me ask you, no, beg you, please, please don't put any vegetables into a zipper bag. I know this sounds crazy, but let me explain. Because they need to breathe. Because when they morph vegetables, they still need to breathe. Do you think they have little faces? (laughs) The thing about the 90s was really the height of the like, eat vegetables, you know, six times a day. So this seems like... A, an anti-food pyramid <laughs> book. If I've ever yeah, kids, kids don't eat, eat vegetables, but they yeah. shouldn't. They shouldn't eat it up because it might be vegemorphs. It, uh, our narrator, our nameless narrator, didn't tell us not to eat vegetables, just not to put them in bags. That's true. <laughs> the back cover said not to eat vegetables. We'll see if the <laughs> yeah, if this out. narrative enforces that. I can't tell you anything about me or my friends. The book is over. No. Uh, because then the jerks would find us. Really? Oh, no. Is it yeah. jerks? No, it's just J-E-R-K-K-S. Yeah. Is it capital J? Yes. That's terrible. Yes. Okay. I guess they didn't want it to be potentially jerks, so they doubled the K instead. Sure. They are the fungus among us. Wow. Title right here in the third paragraph. <laughs> they are trying to decay the whole world, all the vegetables and people. All right, that is what fungus kind of wants. So yeah, mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's not easy for me to keep secrets. Okay, I'll tell you this much. The town I live in is a small one. <laughs> to tell you any more would be dangerous. If any of the head fungi, I mean the fungi in charge, not the ones that grow on someone's head, got hold of me, the results would be, well, blistering. What? I can only tell you my code name and those of my friends who are fighting the fungus. My code name is Kyle. I mean, Kale, and I'm a boy. What? Oh no, okay. Kyle. We know. We know who Kyle is now. Okay, I want you guys to guess what the other vegetables are. Okay, there's going to be a Gary who's actually carrot. I think Carrot's name Ooh. is Carrot. There is a carrot. Good is guess. Is there a corn? No. Okay. Celery. Nope. Broccoli. No. Tomato. Brussels. There's a tomato. Sprouts. Do we think that's like Tommy? Oh, Tom, tomato. Tom, yeah. How many are there? There's two more. There are okay. five of them. Onion. Nope. Damn. <laughs> um, the codenames for the rest of us are Carrot, who is a boy, 
Tomato, a boy who is my best friend. These descriptions are knocking it out of the park. Just awful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then, okay, there's someone who is Kale's cousin. Radish. Yes. Radish, my cousin, who is a girl. All right. And there's one more girl. Cabbage. No. Sassafras. (laughs) No, it's actually olive. Is that a vegetable? I mean, it's I mean, tomatoes fruit, aren't either. Yeah. yeah, I guess an olive is a fruit. Okay. Olive, a girl I sort of like. Okay, so we've got, I think carrot is Marco. Tomato is Tobias. No, wait, no, sorry. No. Carrot is Tobias. Tomato yeah. is the best friend. So tomato is Marco. Radish is Rachel. And olive is Cassie. Okay. Radish isn't a close cousin as far as the family goes. According to my mom, she's my fourth cousin once removed. Whatever that means. Oh my gosh, that is extremely distant. That means that she's the fourth cousin of his mom. Right, but it means that they know who their joint great-great-great-grandparent is. Because that's where they have a relative. Does either of you have a fourth cousin that you know of? No. No. Yeah, no, that's wild. She's Kale's mom's fourth cousin or... She's the child of Kale's first fourth cousin. She's the child. Yes. Yeah. Well, once removed can go in either direction. That's true. Really? Yeah. Oh. None of us are what you'd call normal. At least not in... Br- Whoops. I almost told you the name of our town. It starts with a BR, everyone. We're going to put this together. Most of the kids in town are the plaid shirt and jeans type. And some of the guys are real jerks. I mean, jocks. What is the plaid shirt and jeans type yeah, in 1998? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Are they just like, I don't know, is this Colorado or something? We're going to get a lot more oopsie moments. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that being a jock, but carrot, tomato, radish, olive, and I are different. We're not like other girls. It doesn't say that. We like to wear funky clothes, listen to alternative music, and do crazy things. So depending on who you are, we're either the coolest kids or the biggest geeks in school. Okay, now this is an interesting approach because the Animorphs were deliberately diverse group of like backgrounds and interests who are like kind of loosely connected. And this seems like it's like already a friend group who are like the same type, which is interesting because in like this kind of book, I mean, not that this is going to be a high quality narrative, I assume, but you want to like balance the five man band. This isn't doing it. I don't think they're really trying that hard to balance. I don't think they're worried about it. Yeah. We think we're the coolest, but most of the rest of the kids don't, especially Biff R. Whoops. I almost forgot. No last names. And his bunch of brain-dead bullies. Oh, bullies. That's like a new element. Okay. Also, Biff. <laughs> this person clearly watches a lot of Karate Kid. Oh, I was going to say Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. Yeah. I meant Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I think Back to Before it happened. The thing that changed... Back to Before! That's an Animorphs <laughs> reference. Ooh, was Back to Before out? I don't think it was out yet. The thing that changed our lives forever changed us from kids who were either geeky or cool to kids who were really different. It seems like yesterday or the day before yesterday. I bet it was. I bet it was the day before yesterday. I'll tell you one thing, though. You'll probably never say veg out again after you hear my story. Not once you realize that some people veg out for a little while, but some of them veg out forever. Oh my gosh, carrot is going to get stuck as a carrot. No. Short. No. Yes. Yes, carrot is going to be a carrot forever. I'm already upset about this. (laughs) 
I just want everyone to be on guard. I also want to tell you not to eat your vegetables. There it is. Any one of them could be someone you know. They might even start talking to you. Well, if there's someone we know, they should start talking to us so we don't eat them. If Do the vegetables are mute, we can still eat them. Well, they probably have thought speak. They must. It must be thought speak. They, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Meanwhile, my friends and I have got to fight the fungus. And the members of the vegetable kingdom, the super vegetables, will help us. Wait. What? Who are the super vegetables? Are they Andalites? Are they Andalites? They must be. Yeah. Okay. Gray, I'm going to give this to you now. I'm so upset about this. Okay. Chapter two. Here's how it all started. I, Kale, was hanging out at the bingo parlor at the mall. (laughs) Along with carrot, tomato, radish, and olive. I guess I'd better explain because you're probably asking yourself, why were they hanging out with a bunch of old ladies at a bingo parlor at the mall when they could have been hanging out at the mall? The answer is that every time the Biff Bunch caught us at the mall, they chased us and chucked apple cores at us. I really like the Biff Bunch as a name for a group of police. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) So, the Biff Bunch, they're really committed to this because if you're a gang of bullies... You let's say you're a gang of five bullies. Uh-huh. Without trying, you have at most five apple cores, and that's <laughs> one round of throwing. Sure, but if you're able to intimidate a, an equally sized group of people, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I guess there could be a hundred of them, right? Yeah. So maybe maybe it's just the, okay. the, the sheer size of the Biff bunch. But I'm assuming that they can't sustain that they, kind of number. They're constantly eating apples yeah. and holding on to the cores yeah. and carrying around these For disgusting ammo. old they must, pieces of maybe ammo. Maybe they have fruit powers and they can generate apple cores. I was going to say, at what, at what point do our characters turn into apples and then have yeah. to well, Those aren't vegetables. Neither is an olive or a tomato. So. Okay, but they kind of are treated like vegetables culturally. Apples sure. are not. We'll see. Okay. I don't know how they got so many apple cores or why they carry them. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say that? <laughs> so I guess we're never going to find out. <laughs> I don't know how they got so many apple cores or why they carried it them around. It sucks to make ball. a joke and then have this both make the same joke. This book is too so funny. No, it makes me feel like my jokes are bad. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to be better. But they did. Who can understand bullies? After the tenth time it happened, <laughs> we gave up and started going to the bingo parlor. <laughs> to tell the truth, it was really a goof. The bingo parlor was started by a farmer named Withers. Yes, Withers is his first name. I'd like to tell you his full name because it's really funny, but I can't. What? Is this just filler? Were they like, we need to get it's up to cl- 115 yes, pages? Yes, yeah. it is clearly going to be full of this stuff. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, old ladies were always after Withers, inviting him over for dinner, bringing him cookies they'd just baked, and pestering him in general. So Withers built this bingo parlor to give them something to do. What? (laughs) Withers' bingo palace is packed just about every night of the week. The funniest thing is you can't even win anything. All you get to do is shout bingo. The old ladies seem to get a bang out of that. Anyway, the joke turned out to be on Withers because after he opened the bingo parlor, even more old ladies were pounding on his door. By the way, I know all this because my brother Bryce worked for him, but I'll tell you more about that later. I hope Withers at least turns out to be like a, I don't know what a controller would be in this world, a fungus carrier. Vegetarian? (laughs) Bingo, Tomato had just shouted before we decided to leave. 
Oh, forget it. I can't go on with this codename business. I feel too silly calling my best friend Tomato. It's kind of hard to take my story seriously that way, isn't it? So I'll tell you our first names. What? You gave in so easy. It's only been like four pages. It's yeah. been seven Don- pages. <laughs> I think the reason why there's only one book is because this book is going to end with Kyle getting tortured by the equivalent of Visser 3 and just giving up the whole game. <laughs> Maybe they'll all get eaten. (laughs) I told you I couldn't keep secrets very well. I just hope you can. Please don't tell anyone else our first names, and I mean anyone. Okay, you already know my name is Kyle, not Kale. Tomato's name is? Tommy. Tommy. He is my best friend. Mm -hmm. Carrot is? Carter. Ooh, I like Carter. Carson? Carver? Carrie. Oh, oh, like C A R Y. Okay, you were right Alice. the first time. Yeah. Another guy who's a good friend. The two girls in the group are Rachel. No, Rachel. it can't be Rachel. Mm. Rebecca. Uh, you're not going to get this one, but you might get Olive. Okay, what is radish? Randy R A N D I. Randy. Wait, so With there's an a I. boy named Carrie and a girl named Randy. Okay. With an I. <laughs> All right, we're really into the gender neutral names, I guess. I love this. Oh my lord! <clears throat> Except for Kyle and Tommy. Allie. Olivia. Um, Olivia. There oh, that's yeah. just, that's not even a code name. Nope. Come on, Kyle. So now you know our what names. What if we bleeped out all of their names? Very <laughs> the my effort, but it might they be They said funny. not to tell anyone. And, uh, <laughs> we're telling, you know, however many people listen Tens to this. Tens of Five, people. ten? <laughs> uh, okay, so now you know our names. Anyway, we'd run out of money for game cards, and it was getting late, so we decided we might as well leave. Man, Withers must be raking in the dough. Yeah, no prizes? All these old ladies? Now we had to make a decision whether to walk down the streets to get to our houses, which would take us about 40 minutes, or to take a shortcut through Withers Field. Withers Field was kind of scary. No matter what he tried, nothing would grow there but stinkweeds. Everything else withered. He was a nice old guy, if a little strange. Maybe he should sell his field. (laughs) Oh, he's a farmer. That's right. Uh, but he's growing fungus. He yeah, had a lot of evil. money he kept stashed in his mattress, he, but he sure didn't get it from farming. Let's go for it. Let's go through Withers Field, said Carrie. Carrie is like that. Daring. All the girls oh, in school. Oh, we've yeah. like mixed up the personality types. Okay. Yeah, sort of. All the girls in school were always offering to do Carrie's homework for him. Not that Carrie needed any help. He's probably some kind of genius. Oh, Kyle has such a thing for Carrie. Uh-huh. I love it. Girls always blushed and giggled when he walked by, too. I guess you'd say Carrie was a really good-looking guy. But Carrie didn't seem to notice all the attention from the girls. Lots, uh-huh. of, t- <laughs> Lots of times he seemed lost in his old thoughts. Ooh, I like that. Uh, he never said much. It was like Carrie never even had to study. He could read something once, real fast, you know, like he was just scanning it. Then he could recite it word for word. It was amazing. You can't combine all of the good qualities of Tobias <laughs> and Rachel into one character. I don't know. This is mostly just male Sounds Rachel. Sounds pretty great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Male Rachel. Except for the lost in his thoughts. He's not but... Kyle's cousin and who he definitely has a crush on. The first time I met Carrie was at Tommy's house. Carrie had his head stuck in the clothes dryer and it was on. Wait, I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> wait, wait, we have to we have to hear the rest of this anecdote before okay. taking it down. Carrie had just washed his hair, and he said his family had just moved in, and they couldn't find their blow dryer. He's always had his own way of doing things. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't stuck. It was just like he had put his head in the clothes yes. dryer, but you can't turn a dryer on with the door open. I don't think even in the '90s you could do. That. <laughs> okay, well. I mean, his own way of doing things is sure one way to say 
dried his hair using the clothes dryer. That's fine. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, what are we standing around for? Carrie asked. I'm going through Withersfield. Who's coming with me? The rest of us exchanged glances. Carrie had given us a dare, and none of us was the type to back down. I'm in, said Tommy. So am I, I told him. Me too, Randy and Olivia said at practically the same time. Ah, the girls only get one line of dialogue and they have to share it. And they don't get any more on this page. That's because... Will Vigimorphs passed the Bechdel test. (laughs) Carrie has all the personality of this entire group, so... (laughs) So far. Oh, wait for it. Uh, I never doubted the two of them for a minute. They are two fierce items. Fierce items? Mm -hmm. Randy is totally into fashion, especially hats. (laughs) (laughs) like she's about to go to like ascot opening day like <laughs> i mean hats were pretty in in the late 90s but that's <laughs> i have never once imagined rachel in a hat <laughs> it's kind of delightful she's already had offers to model but she's not interested randy may look like a magazine cover girl but she's a pretty deep thinker too Olivia is Hispanic. Oh, by the way, models are all super shallow and not deep thinkers. Sure. And you can't make money on your looks if you are also an intelligent person. I mean, those are your options. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia is Hispanic and also drop-dead gorgeous, though in a different way from Randy. Olivia is usually dressed in something like motorcycle boots, ripped jeans, and a t-shirt. Olivia is so cool. Olivia's mom and dad run a local... Uh, greenhouse? Greenhouse. Yes! Yes! (laughs) <laughs> and Olivia spends a lot of time talking to the plants. Perfect. I guess I have a bit of a crush on Olivia, but it's kind of hard to get close to her. One reason is that Olivia likes plants, flowers, and vegetables better than she likes people. Classic Cassie. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I wouldn't recommend that anyone get on the wrong side of Randy or Olivia. In an instant, either one of them can turn from a vision of beauty into your worst possible nightmare. This is like a very weird vi- like version of like the kind of like it's like it's the strong female character thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm-mm. So there we were, taking a forbidden shortcut across Withers Field at night. Everyone but Carrie was trying to pretend we weren't scared when weird things started to happen. Just as we reached the edge of Withers property, something overhead sprayed the whole area with an awful smelling <laughs> powdery kind of stuff. Oh, no. Olivia looked closely at the powdery things as they drifted down. Maybe they're spores, she whispered. They're like seeds, except they don't produce plants. They make fungi. I don't care what they are, I said, practically choking on the stench. Let's get out of here. I turned to go, but Carrie grabbed my sleeve. Look up there, he said, pointing into the sky. I looked, but I didn't see anything unusual. In addition to practically being a genius, Carrie has this amazing eyesight. What?! Because he's always eating carrots. Oh, he's just like a Gary Stew here, except he's not the main character. He just has like all the good traits. Yeah, he's a Gary Stew. He could probably Carrie tell. Stew. <laughs> he could probably tell what time it is by looking from an airplane at somebody's watch on the ground. Okay. What? <laughs> one by one, Tommy, Randy, and Olivia told Carrie they didn't see anything either yet. The stench in the air got worse, but Carrie kept insisting that we couldn't go anywhere because this thing was getting closer and closer. And then, finally, I saw it. We all saw it. You've probably heard or read descriptions of flying saucers. They're usually disc-shaped, or pod-shaped, or sometimes even triangles. But I'd never seen anything like what I saw that night, floating straight toward us. Is it a bird? I wondered aloud. Is it a plane? Tommy asked. Mm. (laughs) No, Carrie said in a hushed voice. It's not a flying saucer, either. I can't believe it. 
but it's a gigantic flying mushroom. Yes, I knew it was going to be a mushroom. Okay, Ted, chapter three. Chapter three. It's a portobello mushroom. (laughs) Is it a portobello mushroom? They make very good appetizers. This was no ordinary flying portobello mushroom. Oh, yeah, no, not one of your ordinary uh, Wait a minute. There is Hold no on. such thing as an ordinary <laughs> flying portobello mushroom. Anyway, this had lights all around it, and the stem was covered with some kind of protective armor. Suddenly, the bottom of the stem opened like it was a hatch or something. Whoever was inside dumped another mass of puffy, powdery little things out of the hatch, and they all fell on Withers Field. This is just giving me, like, weeding flashbacks where I'm like, oh, the seeds. You have to gather up all the little puff balls before they grow new plants. So what you're saying is the stakes are really high. The stakes are really high. <laughs> things will get everywhere. They're spores, all right, Olivia whispered. I bet they're mushroom spores. Mushrooms are fungi, you know. After that, we Thank all started you. gagging. The worst stink I had ever smelled in my life was hanging in the air. It hugged everything it touched. Pouring into my nose, my mouth, even my ears. Famously worse than Jessica. Only <laughs> Carrie wasn't gagging. He was just staring up at that big mushroom in the sky. I wonder where that came from, he said. He looked awestruck. Yeah, I sputtered between bouts of retching. Let's get out of here. I started to leave, but Carrie took hold of my sleeve with his hand again. As if it were all planned, I stayed there with him. I'm glad he used his hand and didn't take hold of it with something else. (laughs) Just to stand there and watch the great mushroom slow down. It was gradually descending toward the earth. Then something else weird happened. All at once, I didn't feel sick anymore. My stomach was calm. Tommy, Randy, and Olivia had been doubled over with the smell, but now they stood up straight. I feel wonderful, said Olivia. Never felt better, said Tommy. I hear that, said Randy with a nod. Oh no, they got infested. Randy was just using an expression, but I really did hear something. No, it's... A strange voice was talking to us. It's like the Andalite mushroom come to save them or something. I turned around to see where the voice was coming from and gasped. Do you want to describe this creature? Any guesses? (laughs) Ooh, it's half human, half mushroom with a blade tail. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, it looks like the mushrooms from Fantasia with like so the the mushroom cap is its little head. Oh yeah, and then it has armor around its belly, like the like the big portobello mushroom ship, and it has a carving knife in its hands. Ooh. Also, nope. Okay, Just to find out. Okay. I turned around to see where the voice was coming from and gasped. A stalk of broccoli about oh, of six course. feet it's a high vegetable. was shuffling yeah. toward Silly. me. Carrie, Tommy, Randy, and Olivia were looking at it, too. Did you ever hear the expression, pinch me, I must be dreaming? Well, I pinched myself. (laughs) Hard. Ow! I heard the screech of pain come out of my mouth. That hurt. I must not have been dreaming. (laughs) Wow, The stalk of broccoli had two shiny red eyes, just below what looked like a huge green head of curly hair. It was just the top part of the broccoli, of this course. Is, this is just Veggie Tales. But this since... is like, was it Alfred the Asparagus? <laughs> That's what we're going to sing at the end of this, by the way. I'd never seen broccoli with a face before. It was hard not to think of it as hair. Here's something else that was weird. This broccoli had tentacle-like arms and legs at the bottom of the stalk. The mm. broccoli stood in front of us. 
I am Prince Brassica Olorasia <laughs> Italica Crucifere. <laughs> well, it's four sad. names. That's, uh, is that broccoli? In, is that well, broccoli's Latin name? I, I assume. I guess it must I mean, have been a he, because a prince is always a he. You may call me Prince Brassica, he said. I tried to say something, but couldn't. I just kept moving my mouth, but no words came out. Then finally, I found my voice. Who are you? I stammered. Just said. The prince of the vegetable kingdom, he replied. <laughs> Olivia turned green. You can talk. And I've been eating vegetables all my life, she gasped. It's a very Narnia moment. <laughs> the broccoli gave a dismissive wave of his hand that actually looked regal. There are vegetables, and then there are vegetables. Is that capitalized? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's like comparing a doll. It's italicized. Oh, okay. It's like comparing a doll or a department store mannequin with a human being. They may look a lot alike, but they aren't the same. Huh. How can we tell the difference? Carrie asked. <laughs> Good question. I had One never seen that talks? intense concentration in his eyes before One or heard that heavy tone of voice. The royal vegetable... But he wants to hear it a lot more, so. doesn't he? The royal vegetable tilted his curly-topped head. There's no way to tell unless you yeah. can communicate with us. We of the vegetable kingdom don't try to communicate with most humans because it makes us so tired. <laughs> they haven't got the power to communicate with us on our own level. It's a skill that usually takes a long time to learn. But ordinary vegetables can't communicate. They just... Veg out, as you yeah. humans say. They have no real consciousnesses. Members of the vegetable kingdom can make themselves known to you if you have special powers. Unless they're cut up in a salad, casserole, or side dish first, of course. I Specifically those hard, three things. Yeah. Thinking that perhaps I had eaten one of these creatures before. It was as if Prince Brassica had read my thoughts. Don't worry, he said. The royal vegetables are not usually captured. We grow underground, not above ground as regular vegetables what? do. What? How do you do that? In fact, we have a labyrinth of tunnels right under this field. What? Aha, I thought. That's why nothing ever grows here. Oh, so they're not aliens. They're just like a human, like, or not human, sorry, like an earth secret kingdom. Apparently. Okay, sure. That's okay. why nothing ever grows here, said Prince Brassica. <laughs> Echoing my thoughts again. <laughs> okay. Page count. <laughs> we don't need sunlight, but we appreciate all of the care, water, and food we've been given. It's made our lives a lot easier. Huh. But why live underground? Don't you prefer the sun? Prince Brassica shook his curly top. We went into hiding until we could find a way to destroy the fungi that were trying to kill us. The jerks. <laughs> that was on a faraway planet. Oh, so this is very like Transformers. Okay. But it's a constant battle. Every day or so, one of us is spotted, wilted, or dried out, killed by the jerks. Seems rough. Where will it all end? When they destroy you? I asked. Then Prince Brassica said something that chilled me to the bone. No. It won't when end they there. Destroy you. The jerks aren't only after vegetables, they're after everything on Earth. You, too. <gasps> Chapter 4. Prince Brassica drew himself up to his full height. The jerks attack humans as well as vegetables. They live from decay and need hosts to support what they feed on. They go from planet to planet. When they arrive, they first make everything rot. 
Then they rule over the mold and fungus that feed on the remains of the life forms there. When there is nothing more to decay, they move on. You mean they're going to try to make people decay? Randy asked with a tremor in her voice. She clearly wasn't paying much attention. (laughs) For once, Randy didn't seem so tough. They have fungi they use for soldiers. They cause diseases you may be familiar with, such as athlete's foot, or worse, (laughs) blisters, rashes, and horrible oozing sores. Stop, said Olivia. I can't stand it anymore. Me either, said Tommy, who doesn't have a personality. (laughs) We we have no color. We haven't met Tommy at all. Or really Kyle. That's so true. Kyle has a brother. That's all we know. Don't despair. We of the Vegetable Kingdom have vowed to fight the jerks wherever they go. We have followed them to dozens of planets throughout the galaxy. Have you succeeded? Tommy asked. Prince Brassica looked sad. We lost the last planet, he said. What about the one before that? asked Randy. Prince Brassica shook his head. Beaten. But you won on the planet before that, right? Olivia asked eagerly. Prince Brassica hung his curly head and looked at the ground. Oh, not exactly. (laughs) My stomach was churning. I was feeling sick. Um, exactly how many times have you defeated the jerks? How many planets have you saved? An awful silence hung in the air. We all waited for the answer. Then we waited some more. Let me guess, I finally said. What you're not saying is that you've never won. You haven't saved a single planet from the jerks, have you? Something like a little sob escaped from Prince Brassica. (gasps) All right, all right, we've never won. In the end, we always turn and run, and they cover everything with mold, he said. His voice took on a whiny tone. Do you know what that does to my self-esteem, he said. I feel like a joke. Now, now, Olivia put her arm around him. Do they have therapists in the vegetable kingdom? (laughs) You need to feel better about yourself. I mean, at least someone's aware of the existence of therapy. therapy. (laughs) Cut it out, Olivia, I said. I pointed to the big mushroom in the sky. We're being attacked. I was wondering when they were going to bring that up. The mushroom's like right there. It's clearly not from Prince Brassica. I turned to Prince Brassica. Pull yourself together and help us. What can we do about this? Just then, a group of large asparagus marched across the field towards us. It was one strange sight, I have to tell you. Just try to imagine having about seven asparagus, eight or nine feet tall, coming towards you. I am. Is that another way to tell the difference between, you know, vegetables and vegetables? Is that they're like nine feet tall? tall? Well, obviously, because they grow underground without any light. (laughs) That's how they get to such big sizes. Sure. Famously. You are an alien being, said one in a voice that made my eardrums pound. Away with you! Back away from Prince Brassica, rumbled another. Get lost, commanded a third. Suddenly, Prince Brassica turned around and faced the head asparagus. Back off, Jack, he snapped. Don't forget who's running the show here. Wow, was I relieved. In an instant, Prince Brassica turned from a whiner to a leader. What? Maybe he can help us after all. The group of asparagus, aficinalis, withered a little and looked embarrassed. Prince Brassica stood up straight. The jerks are parasites. They live off and try to control whatever they invade. Watch for people who scratch. Watch for blisters and deformed fingernails. And watch how people act. How they act, we all asked in chorus. How do they act? 
I want the movie of this with all five of them saying that exactly at the same time. I don't. <laughs> Prince Braska looked up at the mushroom ship. You'll know in a minute. They'll act like the creatures that get out of the ship that's going to land any second now. He paused and watched the mushroom descend. I can give you special powers that no humans have, Prince Braska said after a moment. For instant, he looked proud. I can teach you how to change, morph into members of the vegetable kingdom. I can show you how to become vegetables. It doesn't seem great. Yeah, honestly, they already have vegetables there. They yes. can't beat the jerks. Yeah. Tommy rolled his eyes. Terrific. I could turn into a tomato. That ought to frighten the pants off anybody. I had to admit it didn't sound like much of a scare tactic. Prince Braska looked quite indignant. I am a vegetable, he said. But it's you humans who are running this planet, not vegetables. And you're running it into the ground, I might add. Don't be rude, I whispered to Tommy. Sorry, Tommy said reluctantly. Please tell us what we can do as vegetables. As a vegetable, you can communicate with the members of the vegetable kingdom. Even though they seem to be doing that now with him, but I guess what? it is tiring, so this will be better. Okay. As a vegetable, you can hide. The jerks and the humans who are taken over by them won't be able to tell if you're a real vegetable or not. Wait, wait, wait. They wouldn't be able to tell if you were a person taken over or not. What is happening? This is the best line. You can zap them with vitamins and minerals. Oh my god. This I is let gonna up. be some like magic school bus. Oh I like, hope so. Shoot the the, the shrinker scope, the yeah. mineral shooter, I don't know. I let out a long sigh. It was better than nothing. So how do we become vegetables? Once I give you the special power, all you have to do is smell a vegetable deeply. What? And you will discover its essence. What? <clears throat> Your body will be in tune with the vegetable. Then, once you put your mind to it, you can turn into one. You won't be ordinary vegetables, the broccoli told us. Not only will you have the powers of members of the vegetable kingdom, but the vegetable DNA will combine with your human DNA. You'll have the combined powers of both species. Then you can use them to fight the jerks. We all stood there, speechless. I don't know what was going through everyone else's mind, but I guess my friends were thinking what I was, that maybe we'd eaten something at the bingo parlor. That was, does it have food? <laughs> that was making us feel like we'd fallen down the rabbit hole and gone through the looking glass in Alice in Wonderland. Have you guys seen the, the Tumblr shit post about mushrooms? It's, yes. It's a, co it's a conversation between, I'm going to read it to you because I think it's great. Me holding a gun to a mushroom. Tell me the name of God, you fungal piece of shit. Mushroom. Can you feel your heart burning? Can you feel the struggle within? The fear within me is beyond anything your soul can make. You cannot kill me in a way that matters. Me cocking the gun, tears streaming down my face. I'm not fucking scared of you. And then people responded, hey, OP, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> and this person responded, decay exists as an extant form of life. That's a terrifying answer. Have a nice day. Ooh, <laughs> so I'm nice. decay exists as an extant form of life is what I'm yeah. thinking of when I. Remember. You can't kill me in any way that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tumblr shit posts. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter five. Hurry and make up your minds, urged Prince Brassica. He shook his curly broccoli head impatiently. Are you going to save your planet or not? He pointed toward the sky. The jerks will be here any minute. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> they were going to be here any second, a whole chapter ago. Also, did yeah, the they 
time scale here is they're just they're just descending extremely slowly. Mushrooms are slow. They inhaled the spores already. But it's I too think, late. But I think when they felt better, that was Brassica zapping them with vitamins and minerals. Oh, you're so oh. right. Oh. Brilliant. Well, then he should just go do Zap the whole that. world? I'm sure it's tiring. Probably, but... Okay. <laughs> it's tired. <laughs> we just... We set a fight. We just take a nap and find a new planet. Um, <laughs> it sounds good to me. Works for me. Uh, okay, okay, I said suddenly. I didn't even realize the words had come out. It was like I hadn't engaged my brain before putting my mouth in gear. Yeah. Uh, but once I had said I'd go along with Prince Brassica's plan, I felt in my bones that there was no turning back. Are you with me, everyone? I asked. I figured they all fall in behind me because I'm sort of the leader of the group. Wait, wait, what about Carrie, who's like good at everything? But too spacey, I guess. This is actually secret leader Carrie. He, oh, just, he just lets yeah. Kyle feel good. Right. He does because, it. because of his crush on Kyle, yeah. Because, nah, said Tommy, not interested. <laughs> no way, said Randy. I hope it's only Kyle who does this. <laughs> We're going to wake up and find out this was all some crazy dream, said Olivia. It was Carrie who helped me turn things around. <laughs> oh, what a romance! <laughs> if we're only dreaming, we don't have to anything to worry about, he said. I say we go for it. I mean, the bingo parlor is getting a little stale, right? Okay, whatever you say, Carrie, Tommy declared enthusiastically. <laughs> right behind you, man, said Randy. Same here, Olivia nodded. Glad I made you come to your senses, I said. I turned to Prince Brassica. Now what? Clearly, yes. It was Kyle who did that and who is the leader. <laughs> so Kyle is Marco. <laughs> <laughs> that exchange yes. tells me. <laughs> Wait just a minute, cautioned Prince Brassica. I should probably tell you that this can be dangerous. If you remain a vegetable... Oh my God. <laughs> yes. If you... <laughs> <laughs> Gray yes. has been Grace defeated. She's the first of us to fall. <laughs> the first of us to fall upon this barricade. If you remain a vegetable longer than the recommended cooking time, <gasps> you will remain a vegetable Wait, for all eternity. <laughs> That's like three minutes for breakfast. What are you talking about? But like, if you put it in the oven at like three fifty, you probably need to leave it in there for like twenty, 20 or thirty minutes. minutes. But if yeah. it's a potato, it's an hour. What? This doesn't mean. Anything. But if you're boiling potatoes, it's probably less the than an hour. Cooking time. <laughs> and like, hmm. is it the recommended cooking time for that specific vegetable? Yes. Okay, these people are about to become very good chefs. Yeah. But there's so much variation. This is very confusing. You know what's weird? This person suddenly got very good at cooking broccoli exactly <laughs> right. So, so they they could then morph poisonous vegetables indefinitely because no one. There's no recommended cooking Loophole. I think, yeah, they should always become like an acorn squash or something that just needs to go in there forever. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something. All right. Uh, the ship was rapidly approaching. Fine, I said, trying to be polite and keep the impatience out of my voice. Prince Braska pointed to a hole in the ground. Squirm on down there, he said to me. <laughs> no, thank you. No. Hard pass. <laughs> not going to do that. If Carrie goes, if Carrie goes, we're all going. Not doing that. Uh, there's a network of big tunnels underneath this field. That's where we've been hiding. Once you get down to the main tunnel, you'll come to a fork. You mean the tunnel will branch into two, I asked. <laughs> Wait, really? Prince Braska oh, looked no. puzzled. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean a fork. Later on, you'll come to a spoon and a knife. 
You make a right at the fork, go straight until okay, you come to the spoon. but they're not for eating. <laughs> go left until you come to the knife. My headquarters is just behind it, inside the big cup and saucer. So this doesn't make any sense. So there is a fork at the fork. Yes. To be fair to God. <laughs> it is also a fork. But also, why isn't he just going down there with them? Does he have to fight the mushroom? No. Okay. I think Fine I'm now. hoping that Prince Brassica gets his head eaten by... Yeah. If whatever Visser Mushroom is. Visser Mushroom! Um, okay, I said. I could see Tommy was barely able to control his laughter. Same. Prince Brassica glared at Tommy, then turned back to me. Pull the handle on the cup, and the door will open. On the other side, you'll find a big room. Go in there and open the refrigerator. Bring me back the bottle of salad dressing you'll find inside. <laughs> Why didn't he bring it with him when he came up to this field? Also, salad dressing is for vegetables. Are we supposed to eat vegetables or not supposed to no, eat vegetables? We're not. What are you going to do with the salad dressing? It's just like Commit clothing suicide? for them. Ugh. Squirm on down and find it's out. It's like clothing. <laughs> All right, Ted. <clears throat> Chapter. <clears throat> Chapter six. I felt like my feet were glued to the ground. Uh, maybe this isn't such a good idea, I said. We're just a bunch of kids. I was still trying to believe that I was the leader of the group. <laughs> I figured I should introduce a little bit of caution and reason into this whole situation. Uh-huh, too late. I wanted my friends to listen to my words of wisdom, to stop and think. Tommy rolled his eyes. Don't be such a wimp, he said. Yeah, Come on down Randy. there. <laughs> get down there and get that salad dressing, said Olivia. Carrie looked me straight in the eye. You're going to do just what Prince Brassica said. He told me. His gaze was hypnotic. Okay, what? I have a new theory that it's not that Carrie... It's not that Kyle has a crush on Carrie. It's that Carrie actually has the ability to hypnotize and manipulate other humans. So he's already a, a, a mushroom? I don't know. He might just be something else. Carrie pointed up into the sky. The lights around the base of the mushroom were getting closer and closer. Seconds. No, minutes away. <laughs> no, Get hours. going, Kyle, he said. Without another word, I headed down the hole. It was scary in there. It was dark. and I could feel ants crawling on me. Ooh. Pretty soon, the tunnel got bigger. I stood upright and brushed myself off. After a while, I came to the fork. It was a big one. It looked like an antique. But my guess is that it was probably stainless steel. How else could it not rust down there in all that moisture? Why does it look like an antique if it's Beyond not the rusting? fork, I quickly reached the spoon and the knife. Then I came to the big room that Prince Brassica had told me about, his home. I headed for the refrigerator. Before I opened it, I stopped in my tracks. There were five refrigerator magnets stuck on it. One looked just like Prince Brassica. Another one was just a little smaller. The other three magnets were even smaller. They were all clustered close together. Well, there's a female broccoli stem and then their children, obviously. I wiped a tear from my eye. These magnets are like a picture of Prince Brassica and his family, I thought. Like the picture in the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the magnets were holding up notes. Under Prince Brassica was one that said, Give kids vitamins Tuesday. Don't forget. Mrs. Brassica's note said, Headdressing appointment. Stock manicure, Wednesday, <laughs> 3. Broccoli Father's Day, Friday. Broccoli Father's Day? Okay, that's just weak. <laughs> do they only give the kids vitamins once a week? Well, they're vegetables. Why do they need vitamins? That's a great point. The three kids were all holding up a single note. It said, Broccoli Dad's Day, Friday. 
party for Dad. I took a deep breath. Carrie and the others were right. We had to help fight the fungus, not only for humans, but for vegetables everywhere. I pulled open the refrigerator door. All that was in there were a few jars of vitamins. (laughs) And a single long-necked bottle. The salad dressing. I grabbed the bottle and scrambled as fast as I could toward the exit. I knew ants were getting all over me, and I was muddy and filthy, but I didn't care anymore. Now there were more important things to think about. I reached the ground just as the giant mushroom was coming in for a landing. I raced over to where my friends were standing with Prince Brassica. What took you so long? Olivia asked. No time to be a slowpoke, said Randy. Stop bickering, commanded Prince Brassica. He grasped the dressing with a leafy hand. Everyone, put your hands on the bottle. Close your eyes and clear your minds. We all did as he said. Prince Brassica put his leafy hand over ours. I wish I could remember whether the salad dressing was Thousand Island, creamy garlic, (laughs) or ranch. But I can't. All I remember is that the strange tingle went through my body. I felt a whirl of sensations tumbling over one another. I felt tart and tangy, crisp and cool, hot and spicy, crunchy and mellow. All at once. I guess the best way to describe it is that I felt like I was being tossed by a gigantic fork and spoon over and over again. Again, we're not supposed to eat these vegetables. very confused. (laughs) Then suddenly the sensation was gone and I felt better than I had ever felt in my life. It was like I had been all mixed up and now everything was mixed right. I had been tossed. Hmm. You know, feels like a relatable feeling. Also dirty. (laughs) Now all you have to do is smell a vegetable deeply to become one with it, to morph into that species of vegetable, said Prince Brassica. Then just concentrate on being human again and you can morph back. The prince looked serious. You can make other people turn into vegetables too, (gasps) he said. Just keep talking to them constantly in a monotone about the most boring thing you can think of. Oh, this is going to fill pages. Keep a mental picture in your mind of the vegetable you want them to be. Then they will have the same powers you do. The powers of a full member of the vegetable kingdom plus your human powers. What powers do the vegetable kingdom have again? They can shoot things with vitamins vitamins and minerals. Prince Brassica was speaking faster and faster now. The giant mushroom had touched down on the ground. Its lights were flashing and a door in the stem was starting to open. Never remain a vegetable past the recommended cooking time, Prince Brassica whispered. <laughs> or be a vegetable forever. The door opened, and a creature stepped out of the big portobello mushroom. What cooking time do you mean, I whispered. Steamed, stir-fried, boiled, or microwave? Good question! Great question. Shh, said Prince Brassica. Here come the slave fungi. Don't say a word and don't sweat. Is that controller slave fungi? They can't see or hear, nope. but they can smell sweat. If they get hold of you... You'll be itching all over. (laughs) We all stood still and tried not to sweat. Let me tell you, it wasn't easy, because these were the weirdest things I had ever seen. They were tall and sort of lacy looking. Each had a single eye on a long tentacle that bobbed back and forth. They formed two columns outside the mushroom ship and stood at attention. It's like they're waiting for the president to get out of Air Force One, I thought. This is definitely bizarre. Those are trichophyton, whispered Prince Brassica. They aren't usually bad. They are content to live quietly and not cause any trouble. You all probably have some form of trichophyton on your feet right now. I gasped. (gasps) Be quiet. Listen to me. 
snapped Prince Brassica. They don't cause problems unless something stirs them up. Then they multiply and attack. They'll give you a terrible case of athlete's foot. Dry, cracked skin between your toes and itchy, oozing sores. Okay, but that's not going to kill you. That sounds really disgusting, I thought. This is perfect weather for athlete's foot, Prince Brassica continued. (laughs) I think he's trying to turn them into vegetables. A hot, moist summer. Athlete's foot is highly (laughs) contagious. You can get it easily from walking barefoot in the bathroom. You can even catch it in the swimming pool. These trichophyton have mutated, changed, he explained. They're bigger and more powerful than normal trichophyton. They've been enslaved by the rubrum fungi. Whoa. The rubrum attack both plants and animals. No human or vegetable is safe. They are planning to take over the earth. But these are no ordinary rubrum. They too have mutated. They have amazing powers. We call these fungi jerks. Yeah. Suddenly a huge creature wearing terrible clothes stepped out of the mushroom. I was confused. He looked like Prince Brassica, a broccoli, in a bad outfit. (laughs) I don't get it. He looks like a vegetable, I said. Prince Brassica stood high on his stalk and shook his curly head. No, that's no vegetable. That's fun, Gus. Oh, no! (laughs) The only one of the fungi that can morph into a vegetable. Whoa! Fun (laughs) Gus is their leader. He's ruthless, and he's probably the biggest jerk of all. Of course he can morph a vegetable! (laughs) Well, Fun Gus may have looked like a broccoli, but he was bigger than Prince Brassica. Way bigger. Fun Gus scratched his chest with a leafy hand and burped. Then he swaggered toward us. It was a weird sight. Here was this gigantic broccoli stalk with skinny legs in high-water pants that revealed his white socks, lurching <laughs> along. He was wearing a short-sleeved shirt that practically screamed polyester, and he had a bunch of pens and pencils bulging out of his pocket protector. I couldn't believe he was wearing a clip-on bow tie. He had black-framed glasses hey! that yeah, were held together on one nerdy. side. With what looked like a band-aid. <laughs> Rude. Remain hidden no matter what happens, said Prince Brassica. Where are they hiding? You'll be able to understand what's going on. I've given you that much power already. A million questions were whirling in my head, but there was no time to ask them. Prince Brassica stepped out of the shadows and stood in the ray of light projected from the giant mushroom. Rubrum, fun Gus, biggest jerk of all, here I am. He said boldly. The giant broccoli in the stupid outfit took a swig from the <laughs> bottle of celery tonic he had in his hand. <laughs> well, duh, he said. Prince Brasca Oleracea Italica, I presume. Uh, that is the scientific name for broccoli. But my real question is this. If smelling it makes you turn into the species, if you smelled broccoli, you could turn into like 18 different vegetables. Cause oh, because species, species is, mm, mm-hmm. is like... Maybe they were being imprecise. You have to smell the specific, like, variety of broccoli to turn into that one. Yeah. Chapter 7. Why don't you leave us alone, said Prince Brasca. You're nothing but a bunch of bullies. My heart pounded in my chest. Uh-oh, I thought. Prince Brasca is going into his whiny routine again. The asparagus officinalis lined up behind him. Yeah, you're really mean, one of them said. 
Why are you always picking on us? asked another. My friends and I exchanged glances. Fun Gus laughed. It was a human sound, one that wasn't nice to hear. It started as a high-pitched titter. <laughs> but the giggles got louder and louder until the creature was guffawing. Ha 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 Then Fun Gus doubled over and slapped his knees. He laughed so hard that he sprayed celery tonic from his nose. As soon as the trichophyton soldiers saw what... Was it like fighting like fighting? Yes, that's the name for athletes, but try okay. to go fighting. Try to fight in Rubrum. I feel like they want there to be like a fighting <laughs> pun, but maybe not. As soon as the trichophyton soldiers saw what Fun Gus was doing, they imitated his every move. Giggling, guffawing, and slapping their knees, which they had somehow. Uh, Fun <laughs> Gus hiccuped a few times and then stopped laughing. He stood up and looked Prince Brassica straight in the eye. Don't try that Mr. Innocent routine with me. You've helped and healed plenty of the victims of our invasions. We've attempted to invade plenty of hosts, but you've stalked us ruthlessly. You and your asparagus soldiers and celery stalkers. He took another swig of tonic. You can see what we did to your army. There are dozens of celery stalkers right here in this bottle. Fun Gus hee-hawed again, and then he turned nasty. He turned from a rich, brilliant green broccoli to a grayish blob. He grew and grew until he towered over Prince Brassica, the asparagus officinalis, and even the trichophyton soldiers. Tentacles sprouted all over him. Now there was no mistaking his identity. He was no vegetable. He was a fungus wearing a bad outfit. (laughs) A really nasty-looking fungus. I expected Prince Brassica to start whining again, but he surprised me. In a moment, I knew that the whining had just been a ploy. Stop showing off, Prince Brassica thundered in a commanding voice so loud it made my stomach hurt. Prepare to be fumigated and exterminated, shrieked the asparagus of Ficinalis. I covered my nose. Fun Gus smelled horrible. He smelled like the stuff they had just sprayed over Farmer Withers Field, only about a hundred times worse. I gagged silently. After a few seconds, I was able to control myself. I guess somehow I became used to the smell. But it still gave me the creeps. I felt as if the stench of rot and decay was coating me, that I was breathing it into my lungs. Because that's how breathing works. I was being invaded by some horrible stink. Where are the rest of your soldiers? shouted Prince Brassica. I know you always travel with more than one species. The three eyes in Fun Gus's head cluster of tentacles narrowed menacingly. There in the ship, something up my sleeve, you might say. That awful hee-hawing started again. It's easy to see why they're called jerks, I thought. This guy is the biggest jerk I've ever met. I gave a sidelong glance to my friends. I could tell they were thinking the same thing. Tommy was sneering and holding his nose. Randy had this I-can't-believe-it expression on her face. Olivia looked disgusted. For once, Carrie didn't look like he was daydreaming. He was totally focused on the jerk and his soldiers. I was planning to start with the vegetables a little lower down on the food chain and then work up to the members of the vegetable kingdom, said Fun Gus. But I've had a change of plans. I think I'll just rot you first. You don't stink enough, retorted Prince Brassica. The trichophyton and the asparagus officinalis both surged forward. Vitamins and minerals shot from the asparagus like gleaming electrical charges. What? The trichophyton were dirty fighters. 
They didn't fight one-on-one. -on -one. They swarmed hundreds of them, attacking each asparagus officinalis. Some of the asparagus officinalis glowed for a minute, then turned to powder. A few shrank, but then sprang back to life. Suddenly, a horde of other beings I didn't recognize, that's H-O-A-R-D for some reason, poured out of the ship. They were weird looking like fungi, but somehow different. I knew it, exclaimed Prince Brassica. Bacteria, decoys. I didn't get to ask what he meant by that, because suddenly the bacteria pounced on the asparagus officinalis. It was terrible to watch. The strong, proud stalks grew weak and spongy, softer and softer until they turned brown and collapsed on the ground. I wanted desperately to help. I knew that Randy and Tommy and Olivia did too. I had a strange feeling about Carrie, though. He was looking at Prince Brassica, and I'd never seen that exact look in his eyes before. Carrie usually looks like he's paying attention to something, but sometimes he's off in his own world. With Carrie, you just never know. What even was that paragraph? Yeah. Okay. In an instant, I was jolted out of my thoughts. The trichophyton fungi began swarming all over Prince Brassica. Spots began to appear on him. The royal broccoli didn't give up easily. A blue-green flash snaked from him like lightning. He zapped the trichophyton soldiers again and again, but more and more kept coming. I saw the blue-green flash grow dimmer and dimmer. Then I felt a weird sensation in my stomach. I was sure the broccoli was dying. He was wilting away before my eyes. Prince Braska let out an awful scream that made my insides twist. I wanted to throw up, but couldn't. Prince Brassica did, though. Okay. Here, I have a question. Okay. So, fungus, uh, fun Gus, is a uh, jerk. Yes. But he's dressed like a geek. Yes. Right? But at the beginning, we were told that uh -huh. they are bullied by the jocks. Yes. Who, are who wear jeans and plaid? Yeah. So Maybe. Wouldn't you have this dude dressed as a Yes, I'm very confused about why Fungus is dressed the way he is. Maybe it'll turn out that the Fungus are really the heroes. The good guys? Yeah. I mean, this whole thing is Fungus slander so far. So. <laughs> and that we should eat our vegetables. I mean, I think so. All right, chapter eight. When my friends and I saw Prince Brassica throw up, it almost set off a chain reaction. Every one of us felt ill, too. Look, if you had been in the same situation, I bet you would have felt the same way. For one thing, the stench in the air was awful and getting worse by the minute. The trichophyton were emitting some awful-smelling gas, and they looked gross, too. Gigantic mold. The bacteria didn't look any better. Just when I thought it couldn't get worse, I caught a glimpse of fun Gus in his giant mutated rubrum form, heading towards Prince Brassica. Now I was completely grossed out. Fun Gus made the trichophyton and the bacteria look like cuddly, cute stuffed animals by comparison. Prince Brasco was on the ground, almost completely wilted, when Fun Gus staggered near and stood over him. You're finished, Cousin Veg. Your stock is cooked. Okay. Prince Brasco somehow managed to stand up. The legs on the end of his stock trembled, but when he spoke, there was no fear in his voice. There will be more of us. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, or next week, or next month, or next year. <laughs> you won't know where, you won't know when, but we'll fix your wagon. One way or another, we're going to find <laughs> you. goodness. We're going to get you, get you, get you. <laughs> Is it? Really? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. 
Oh my we'll god. Fix your wagon one way or another. We're gonna find you. We're gonna getcha, getcha, getcha. Wow. Then suddenly, Prince Braska disappeared by pulling himself into a hole in the ground. The coward crawled away to die, bragged Fungas. Have a feast, buds, he screamed. Buds, see, get it. Mm, the rest mm-hmm. of the bacteria and the fungi soldiers began laughing as they swarmed over the asparagus officinalis, devouring them. That awful nerdish hee-hawing filled the air. I mean, shut up. <laughs> then, all at once, the trichophyton turned toward us. They finally realized we were there. Yeah, why, why yep. were they not? It's weird. Carrie, Randy, Olivia, Tommy, and I all turned pale with fear. Our stocks are cooked, murdered Tommy. Let's get out of here, Randy Wait, suggested. Wait, sorry, Tommy murdered it? Muttered. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Our stocks are cooked, muttered Tommy. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Randy suggested. That's exactly what we did. We ran with the stink of the moldy oldies right behind us. The moldy oldies! Distracted by that line. <laughs> Get it? Because they're moldy, but then they sing an oldies song. Yes, that's moldy true. Oldies. See, what they're doing here is making a joke. All right, we Are ran... you sure? <laughs> nope. <laughs> we ran across Farmer Withers Field. As I slogged through the mud, I ran so hard that my lungs burned. I thought they would burst. Carrie reached Farmer Withers' house first. He jerked open the door and ran inside. He jerked it open? (laughs) Was that Carrie who did it? Uh, Yes, it was. Yeah, I think he's a double agent. It's my prediction. No. Old Farmer Withers was dressed in spandex shorts and a tank top. He was doing jumping jacks and staring at an exercise show on his black and white portable TV. Panic-stricken, we dashed through his living room. Hey, kids, called Withers. What's your hurry? How about a cup of hot chocolate? Ah! Is that what you say when someone runs screaming through your house? (laughs) We heard him talk to the trichophyton as they streaked after us in hot pursuit. Well, golly, I guess you (laughs) folks aren't from around here. Never mind. How about some hot chocolate? (laughs) See why everyone loves him. Yeah. Are Are we ready for this? Blah, 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 the trichophyton replied. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) I wish I could morph into a vegetable right now, I thought desperately. I couldn't even feel my burning Why would that help? I was moving like a machine. Why? What vegetable would I be, I wondered. I tried to imagine it as I Yeah, what are their battle vegetables? Anything to drive away the horrible terror that had taken over my body. I couldn't afford to lose my head. Maybe I'd be a head of lettuce, I thought. And then I heard the trichophyton's words in my brain. No, not in my brain, exactly. They have thought speech! I heard their words through my feet, which were suddenly itching like crazy. Off with their heads, called the fungus. Wait, so their feet are itching and talking Talking to them? Oh my goodness. All right, Ted. (laughs) Chapter 9. Just when I thought I was going to lose my head, Fun Gus called off the chase. We'll get them later, he shouted. They're no threat to us. The fungi drew back, returning to Withers Field and their leader. We kept running, desperate to get as far away from that awful place as we could. Soon after, we split up, eager to return to the safety of our, of our homes. Later, I woke up in my own bed, drenched in sweat. Wow, what a creepy dream, I said aloud. Then I saw something in the corner of my room that made my heart stop beating and my hair stand straight up on my head. Don't be frightened, said the thing in the corner. It's me, Carrie. <gasps> he I was watching it. him sleep. I morphed. I blinked and rubbed <laughs> my eyes. 
The thing was still there. I was looking at a giant carrot. So they turn into giant vegetables. A giant carrot with arms and legs. Oh my gosh! It seems like it would be clear which vegetables are part of the Vegetable Kingdom capital K and which ones are just vegetables. I climbed it really does. out of my bed. How does it feel? I whispered. Now that I looked closely, really closely, I could tell Carrie was in there somewhere. It wasn't obvious right away, but somehow I could see Carrie's face, his eyes, nose, and mouth toward the top of the giant carrot. No, thank you. So like the picture on the cover. Yeah. I like how it's clearly Carrie on the cover because he's the real leader. Yes, accurate. (laughs) It's strange and wonderful, said Carrie. There's an amazing calm that comes over you. They get the vegetable mind and instincts. (laughs) I feel a little bit human, but stronger. Crunchier, too. (laughs) I can't describe to you what it's like to feel like a color. To feel orange. To be a carrot. (laughs) I hope I wake up soon, I thought. I felt sick to my stomach. I can read your thoughts when you think so loudly, said Carrie. You've got to learn to think more quietly. Whoa. Well, excuse me, I snapped. I'm just a little bit jumpy, okay? My friend turns up in my room as a six-foot-tall carrot. Hello? (laughs) Don't call me Carrot, said Carrie. Carrot is the name for those unconscious zombie lookalikes. I am (laughs) Daucus Carota, a member of the Vegetable Kingdom and part of the family Umbelliferae. Okay, but isn't that what normal carrots are also, I assume? Pardon me. I couldn't resist being sarcastic. I didn't know. You just looked like a big carrot to me with arms and legs. Okay, okay. Relax, said Carrie. I mean, Daucus Carota. I can't wait to communicate with some other members of my family, the Umbelliferae. They're probably living under Withers Field along with the other members of the Vegetable Kingdom. I felt my friend's voice catch. I'll have to pay my respects to Prince Braska's family soon. Please let me wake Wait, up! is he dead? What's happening? No, the family's dead. Wait, no, he's dead. Oh, didn't he, like, uh, hide Prince underground? Kind of, he's, he, he, like, um, escaped. He squirmed away. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Please let me wake up, I said aloud. Yeah. You aren't asleep, the big carrot said. Get that through your thick human skull. Now watch Rude. what I can do. Carrie began to vibrate all over. <laughs> Then he started to shrink. I stood still as a statue while Carrie got smaller and smaller. His legs and arms disappeared inside his body. Then he jumped up on the dresser. Wait, wait. His legs disappeared and then he jumped? (laughs) In seconds, you would never have known that there was anything more unusual than an ordinary carrot lying on my bureau. Except the ordinary carrot could still talk to me. What? What? Wait, so he can turn, you can turn into a giant version of the vegetable with arms and legs. Yes. Or you can turn into the normal version of the vegetable. Yes. Or you can be a human. One of those seems worse than the other two. <laughs> Do me a favor, he said. There's something I would really like. What? I asked. I couldn't believe that I hardly felt strange talking to a carrot. Go downstairs to the refrigerator and get some nice, cool salad dressing. Gross. And spread Ooh. it on Ooh. Ooh. Such emotion. What? Ew. Why does he want to be eaten? It would be... Maybe by Kyle. Really yeah. great. Ew. And while you're down Don't there... Share your kinks with me, man. Smell some of the vegetables deeply. Ew. <laughs> got to try morphing. It's wonderful. I've never felt so alive as I am now as a vegetable. Mega weird, I thought. Uh-huh. 
I don't know if I'm ready for this, I said. Maybe we should call the police and let them know what's going on instead of playing around with being vegetables. Are you crazy? Carrie asked. I took a deep breath. Yes. I think maybe I am, I said. I was under a lot of pressure at school this year, you know. Now I'm talking to a carrot. Trust me, said Carrie. Just go get the salad dressing and take a couple of whiffs of some of the things in your vegetables. man. Don't knock it until you've tried it. Okay, I agreed. I felt like somebody had flicked a switch inside me and I was operating on automatic. I did as I was told. Ever so quietly, I crept downstairs to the kitchen. I opened the refrigerator door and peered into the vegetable bin. Through the clear plastic drawer, I could see a tomato, a cucumber, some carrots, a bunch of radishes, an ear of corn, and a bunch of kale. Well, we know which one he's going to pick. I slid the drawer out and grabbed the ear of corn. Oh, come on! I inhaled deeply. Its odor was fresh, yellow, and green. I was inhaling the corn when my older brother came into the room. (laughs) What in the world are you doing? Bryce asked. His voice didn't sound right. It was raspy and hoarse. He didn't look good either. He was pale. What's wrong with you? He's infested. I've always found that answering a question with a question is a good way to throw people off track. (laughs) Sore throat, said Bryce. Now, why are you sniffing an ear of corn? Great, I thought. My smooth diversionary tactic hadn't worked at all. Sure. I, uh, I've i been trying to appreciate the smell things in life. No, sorry, I just can't read. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I've been trying to appreciate the small things in life more. The feeling of sunshine on my face, the taste of tapioca pudding, the smell of corn. <laughs> Bryce glared at me. You're goofy, he said. I don't believe you're standing there sniffing a vegetable. What a dork. Then he closed his eyes for a second. I think I have a fever, he said softly. He turns (laughs) to leave. Sorry, I snapped at you, he said. I watched him go. I stared at the corn I was holding and thought, I can't believe my ears. Ah, Calling me goofy and a dork wasn't surprising. That was business as usual. But I never, ever remembered Bryce apologizing to me. Don't get me wrong, my brother and I got along okay. He just never went out of his way to demonstrate any brotherly affection. He wasn't the kind of brother who showed you how to throw a baseball or took you to your first movie. He was more the kind of brother who locked you in the closet when his friends came over. He was always sneaking up behind you and yelling, trying to scare you half to death. Mom and Dad said it was because he liked me, but just didn't know how to show it. What is he, a kid with a crush? People thought Bryce was cool, though. Bryce was good-looking. He was captain of the football team and worked out at the gym all the time. I guess Bryce has a really bad fever and sore throat, I thought. That's why he doesn't seem like himself. Uh I sighed. I picked up the ear of corn, grabbed a bottle of creamy Italian, and went up to my room. This is going to be so weird. What took you so long, asked Carrie. I feel like I've been waiting for about two hours. I checked my watch. Actually, I've been waiting for five minutes. What's the cooking time of a carrot? I was talking to my brother. Then I stopped dead in my tracks. How long have you been a carrot? I asked, my heart pounding in my chest. It seems like hours, said Carrie. His heart is always pounding in his chest. No! I screamed. Don't you remember what Prince Brassica said? Never remain a vegetable longer than the recommended cooking time. We still don't know what kind of cooking he was talking about. Hours is definitely too long for any vegetable. Well, clearly he also just has no ability to perceive time because he thinks it's been two hours. Yeah, I guess I kind of forgot, Carrie said. He didn't sound too concerned. Look at the clock and check, I insisted. I picked up the carrot and took it over to the clock. (laughs) 
Gee, what? I guess I was wrong. I've only been a vegetable for about 15 minutes. Okay, but it's That's time to change still, back. Carrots yeah. don't take that long to cook. My thoughts were racing. He thought he'd been a vegetable for hours, but it was only minutes. He thought I'd been gone from the room for two hours, but it had been only five minutes. Maybe that meant that every five minutes in human time felt like hours in vegetable time. Whoa, that's that's a twist. Right now, the most important thing was for Carrie to get back into his human form. Yes, correct. Or back, Carrie, I said. Now. Okay, Carrie agreed. Just then, the door to my room opened. It was Bryce. <laughs> Where were you talking to, Kyle? He asked. <laughs> uh, nobody? I answered. My mind was reeling. Bryce was staring at me. I was rehearsing my lines for the community theater play, I said finally. Bryce snorted. Community theater play, he echoed. That's dumb. Uh, yeah, I said. I just wanted him to get out of there so Carrie could morph back and didn't have to be a carrot forever. <laughs> then Bryce saw the bottle... I hope he's a bottle... carrot forever from this point on. Then Bryce saw the bottle of salad dressing on my bureau. Uh-huh. You know you're not supposed to eat in your room. Oh, sure. That was he said. Problem. What are you doing? Making a salad up here? Yuck. We'll get bugs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> As I stood there speechless, Bryce grabbed the carrot and oh, the salad no. dressing. I'm putting this stuff back in the refrigerator. No! But then I want to talk to you. The time was ticking away. I watched the digital this clock so on my nightstand <laughs> click. <laughs> From 8.15 to 8.16. You know how those digital clocks tick. Or click. Let's talk later. I said, right now I need to rehearse. So I need the salad dressing back. And (laughs) carrot. Please, Bryce. (laughs) Still holding Carrie and the dressing. Bryce crossed his arms. What's this play about exactly? (laughs) It's a a comedy, I stammered. Vegetables take over the world. You've heard of the movie Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, right? Well, this is kind of like that. I play an ear of corn. Bryce's eyes narrowed. Really? I've heard of the movie, but I didn't know there was a play. (laughs) I shrugged and tried not to look guilty. It was tough to lie to my brother. Usually, I didn't dare. Suddenly, Bryce's face lit up with a smile. Okay, kid, he said ruffling my hair. Listen, maybe I'll take you to the movies, or we can watch a video later, after I get back from working at Farmer Withers. Oh! Sure, I said as soon as I was able to talk. Bryce picked up the carrot. But you're gonna have to practice your lines without this, he said. (gasps) It doesn't belong in your room. (laughs) I followed Bryce downstairs and watched helplessly as he threw Carrie in the vegetable bin. And closed the refrigerator door. No! Carrie obviously still needs to breathe. Okay, chapter 10. Bryce crossed his arms and leaned against the refrigerator. I feel so sick, he said. I'm not doing the voice. It'll, it'll destroy me. He sounded worse than before. Maybe I have the flu. Bryce doubled over and started to giggle. Then he straightened up and started dancing around the room, flapping his arms like wings. I can flu, I can flu, because I've got the flu, get it? What? Really lame, I thought. Aloud, I said, um, yeah, flu and flu, that's really funny. See you later, maybe we'll watch a video together, maybe a cartoon. Cartoon? I echoed in disbelief. Yeah, Bryce giggled a little again. Then he said, I've got to get back to Farmer Withers' place. I went by there at the crack of dawn, and I just had to come back for some aspirin. 
That guy doesn't know the meaning of the word sick when it's connected to the word work. Yeah, sick work. He figures people should get sick only on their days off. Sure, you're absolutely right, Bryce. The words practically exploded out of my mouth. All I could think about was Carrie lying there next to a bunch of supermarket vegetables and imagining never being human again. Bryce smiled. I don't know why he bothers with that field anyway. I'm sure it'd be great to see his face the day something finally grows there. If it ever does, I mean. He giggled again and headed for the front door. Beads of sweat were standing out on my forehead. They can smell sweat. I was reaching for the refrigerator door when the phone rang. Bryce answered. Kyle, it's for you, he called. It's Tommy. I'll call him back, I shouted, my hand on the refrigerator. Get out of here already, Bryce, I thought. I heard my brother stomp down the hall. The front door creaked as he opened it, then slammed shut. I jerked the refrigerator open and pulled out the vegetable bin. I was afraid to look at the clock. Morph, carrot! I mean, Carrie! Morph, I said, desperately to the carrot I had picked up. Tick, tick, tick. Nothing happened. I was still holding a carrot. Morph, I commanded the carrot. Then I heard a voice. Down here! Carrie was still in the vegetable bin. I had been holding an ordinary carrot. (laughs) I threw it back and pulled Carrie out. I'm trying to morph, but I'm cold. Try holding me under some warm water. Quick, I can feel my body starting to change. You don't need the water. You just like rub vigorously up and down the carrot. (laughs) Use a little salad dressing. (laughs) I turned on the hot water cold blast and held Carrie under the tap. I could feel him starting to vibrate. Hey, get me out! <laughs> yes! Get me out from under here! I'm burning up, he cried. I pulled Carrie out, put him on the counter, and turned off the water. Please be all right, Carrie, I prayed silently. The carrot continued to vibrate, like Gray is vibrating with laughter. The vibrations grew stronger and stronger. The carrot began to pulsate. <laughs> then... There was some kind of little explosion, (laughs) like the pop of a balloon. The human Carrie sat on the counter. He was naked and soaking wet. (laughs) Gray is dead now. Uh, At that moment, (laughs) yes, yes. We'll have to put an age warning on this episode for the vegetable erotica. At that moment, I heard the front door creak again. Then I heard Bryce's footsteps. They were coming toward the kitchen. I thought my nerves were going to jump right through my skin. Quickly, I pulled off my t-shirt. Put this on, I told Carrie. Then I laid a dish towel over his lap. I stuck my head under the faucet and soaked my hair. Why? Kyle, I forgot. Hey, what's going on here? Bryce said. Carrie, what did you get here? And why are you guys all wet? It's a hot day. I just got here, and boy, I sweated up a storm coming over here. Kyle decided to cool off, too, Carrie lied. Pretty smooth, I thought, with admiration. Well, we have a thing called air conditioning, Bryce said. Then he shrugged. Kids, enjoy yourselves. I just forgot to take some more aspirin with me. I may need it later if I still don't feel well. See you. I've got to go help the most unsuccessful farmer alive. We both realized we'd been holding our breath when Bryce closed the door behind him. I let out an explosion of air and then inhaled deeply. That was too much for me. Between you and Bryce, suddenly my legs felt like jelly. I sat down on the kitchen floor. Carrie sat down beside me. 
still still only wearing a t-shirt, I assume. And a dish towel. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that was a close one, he said. You're not kidding, I told him. You had about ten seconds to spare before you became part of tonight's salad. You wouldn't have let that happen. No, I assured him. But then again, I picked the wrong carrot at first when I thought I was pulling you out of the vegetable bin. Carrie patted me on the shoulder. You wouldn't have taken any chances. If you'd had to, you would have pulled all the carrots out just to be sure. He tilted his head to one side. That's why you've got to be the leader when we fight the jerks. Because of his <laughs> carrot pulling ability? Because he can take all the carrots out of the drawers. <laughs> just one size of his hands. Uh, my head almost swiveled around on his, my neck. It did not swivel around on his neck. It almost swiveled around on his neck. I don't understand what Carrie sees in Kyle, but maybe no. he's very good looking. He's very good with his carrot. <laughs> I think it's part of Carrie's evil plan to set up Kyle oh, as Oh, because he's so incompetent. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Me? You must be kidding. I've always tried to think of myself as a leader, but these past couple of days... Or overnight, I don't know. I've had to be honest with myself. People listen to you, but nobody listens to me. Not Tommy or Randy or Olivia or my brother. Not anybody. That will change when... Carrie let his voice trail off. I leaned forward. When what, I asked. Carrie got one of those faraway looks in his eye. You know, I think maybe I wouldn't have minded remaining a carrot. As long as I didn't wind up as part of somebody's salad. He smiled. So... So he really just wants to be a vegetable for some reason. I mean, what? But if he. Okay, so when Carrie becomes a carrot forever. Yeah. Is Kyle just going to carry him around for the rest of their <laughs> lives? Like, is he going to shrivel up as a carrot normally would? Or is he just going to be a perpetually fresh carrot? I think he'll be a perpetually fresh that carrot. That Kyle is going to keep in his back pocket just to, like, have. Yeah, the back pocket's risky. You might sit on him. Uh huh. You might. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Carrot necklace? Uh, Come on, Kyle. Let's get upstairs so I can get dressed and you can try morphing. Carrie stood up, still only wearing a t-shirt, and began walking towards the stairs. I picked up the ear of corn and followed him. That almost killed me. This next paragraph is great. All right, chapter 11. When we got to my room, Carrie looked at me seriously. I heard your brother talking when I was in the vegetable bin. Carrots have heightened senses, both hearing and seeing, he explained. (laughs) Are you sure? Really? Carrots? Carrots. Heightened senses. (laughs) Yeah, he was acting weird, I said. He was sort of nice to me, not like Bryce at all. He wasn't just acting weird, Carrie said. Think about it, Kyle. The way your brother was giggling and made that stupid joke about flu and flu. You didn't catch him dancing around the room while he said it. That was like being in a science fiction movie. It was so strange. Carrie shook his head. I don't think he was just acting weird or strange. I think your brother was acting like a jerk. (gasps) Wait, we've just like erased every other character from the narrative. It's just Kyle and Carrie. Uh, yep. Marco was supposed to do that. Oh, Tommy called, but we didn't talk to him. Yeah. I gasped and collapsed onto the bed. I could feel the blood rushing through my brain. You're right, I said, when I finally could talk. you can feel? <laughs> he has clearly, like, hypertension. His veins are popping out. The blood is surging. His heart, his his heart is always pounding specifically in his pounding chest. in his chest, as opposed to in his hands like normal people. <laughs> uh, we can't be sure the jerks got to him. Maybe he really is just sick. Maybe. But we've got to keep our eyes on him. Potatoes have lots of eyes, don't they? Maybe we could be potatoes. I tried joking. Carrie laughed slightly. 
Okay, it is a little bit funnier than your brother's joke. But if you keep saying things like that, you're going to start worrying me. Look, I know it was dumb. Oh I- no, are puns now a sign of being a jerk? I don't like this. This is like pun slander. Also, what? <laughs> this characterization of jerks is very weird to me. They make bad jokes and dance well, in the kitchen. because they're fun guys. I know, we I don't are. Know. Uh, look, I know it was dumb. I was only fooling around. In other words, you're not an airhead. You're a lettuce head, Carrie joked back. That was really mm. bad, I groaned. But I smiled. Just Because <laughs> of my crush. <laughs> Just then the phone rang. I answered it and heard Farmer Withers' nasal twang on the other end of the line. But he sounded hoarse, too. <gasps> no! Withers! Withers will wither. <laughs> Where the heck's your brother? He's supposed to be working, Farmer Withers demanded. I held the receiver away from my ear and gaped at it. My brother was usually snotty, and suddenly he was being nice, and he was sick. Farmer Withers was usually nice, even if he was kind of dotty in the head sometimes. Now he was being nasty, and he was sick. I put the phone phone back to my ear and spoke into the mouthpiece. He's on the way over. You sound sick, Farmer Withers. Mind your own business, he said. Then he added, oh, all right. I thought I had the flu. He giggled the same insane way my no! brother had. Maybe I flew over the cuckoo's nest instead. I sure do feel cuckoo. He imitated some cuckoo clock sounds and then he hawed. Great, could you demonstrate? <laughs> what is a cuckoo clock? I'm like, Wee-oo. nope, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hawed. Thank you. You're welcome. I also just want to take a moment to recognize that he's on the phone. He takes it away, looks at it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, otherwise, so that's how, how do normal it's a, people? Yeah, dramatic behave. moment. Yeah. Anyway, I was wrong. He went on. I called that quack doctor Doc Smoot. He came over here and took a gander at me. Turns out I've got what they call strep throat, but I've never been happier in my life. He's flipped. What? I thought, or maybe he's a jerk. Why are you so happy if you've got a strep throat, I asked. I glanced at Carrie and saw his eyes were wide. Because it's easily treatable with antibiotics? Is that why? You'd think, but instead it is. Because there's stuff growing all over my field. Mushrooms. It's a miracle. I can sell them to supermarket chains and soup companies. He practically shouted into my ear. (laughs) Ah, yes, the two consumers of mushrooms. (laughs) Ah, here comes your brother now. Farmer Withers hung up the phone with a slam and without so much as a goodbye. Usually, he said, have a nice day. Take care of yourself. Best of luck. You need anything? Just give a holler. Don't make yourself a stranger. You're always welcome to stop by for some hot chocolate. We'll buy now. It took him about five minutes. Hot chocolate guy has fallen to the jerks. Poor guy. It took him about five minutes just to get off the phone. And now, bang, I think Farmer Withers may be a jerk. He's got strep throat. That comes from a bacteria called Streptococcus. I knew that stuff because my parents are doctors. They're both dermatologists. Wait! (laughs) How many cases of strep throat do dermatologists deal with? Also, that's going to be really handy when everyone gets athlete's foot. Ah, yeah, it is, yeah. They're both dermatologists. That means they specialize in skin diseases, but they know other medical stuff, too. Okay, and they tell it all to their son, yes, okay. Hmm, I've got a solid hunch that the strep has something to do with the fungi, said Carrie. I'm not sure what, but I bet we'll find out soon enough. I think my brother's got it too, I gulped as I thought about Bryce being sick. He's been in Farmer Withers' field, which is now full of mushrooms, by the way. I'm pretty sure strep throat is contagious, I told him. 
We better all get morphing soon, and I'll ask my mom and dad about this too. Carrie was busy pulling on a pair of my pants. We're going to have to figure out what to do about clothes, he said as he grabbed a t-shirt. pants already. I'll wash these and get them back to you pronto, but we can't risk morphing back into humans and being left without anything on. I can't believe I was so excited about morphing that I forgot all about clothes. Yeah, lock the door. I don't want to chance my parents arriving home and being surprised by a big ear of corn in my room. Okay. (laughs) Carrie walked over and locked my door. (laughs) Inhale the corn again, then let yourself go. Let yourself be an ear of corn. It was hard to imagine what he meant, but I knew I had to give it a try. So I held the ear to my nose and sniffed. (laughs) At first, nothing happened. I started to think it wasn't going to work. I'm concentrating as hard as I can, I told Carrie. Stop concentrating so hard and go with the flow, he said. So I just stood there, holding the ear of corn and waiting for something to happen. Then it did. The feeling was incredible. I felt energy shoot through me as suddenly I was supercharged with vitamin C and niacin. I could feel vitamin (laughs) A, riboflavin, and thiamine. How can you feel those things? (laughs) Surging through my veins, too. Yes. My body started changing. My arms turned skinny and green, while the rest of me changed into corn kernels. The last thing that happened was that my hair turned to corn silk, and I developed tough green leaves on my back. I feel pretty good, I told Carrie, and now I know why they're called ears of corn. My hearing has never been so clear. (laughs) I can hear the little kids chanting while they jump rope next door. I started repeating their rhyme. My back is aching, my belt's too tight, my feet are shaking from left to right. Sound off, one, two, sound off, three, four, let's all hear it once more. Filling pages. That's a very bad jumper, friend. Let's not hear it anymore. You're getting all fired up, said Carrie. Calm down, we've got some thinking to do. Carrie's words carried me back to reality, and fast. You better believe it, I said. I checked the clock on my nightstand. Sure enough, only five minutes had gone by, but it felt like at least an hour in vegetable time. Then I looked down at my jeans and shirt on the floor. We've got to figure out what to do about clothes. Maybe Prince Braska would have would have had ideas, Carrie said sadly. We don't know that he's dead. Why are we assuming he's dead? I let out a sigh. Then the phone jangled. I heard the ringing so clearly that I jumped. Then I answered. Hello? <laughs> Before I heard the voice on the other end of the line, I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. A big, talking ear of corn holding a telephone. At first, the sight shocked me, but then it seemed perfectly normal. If you've never been an ear of corn, I guess that's hard to understand. You'll just have to take my word for it. (laughs) Hello, replied a proud, deep voice. This is Prince Brassica Alaricia Italica Cruciferi. He was alive! Like I said, we didn't see him die. There's no way he was dead. So true. That's why they had to actually eat Elfingor in the books, because otherwise we never would have believed he (laughs) was dead. You gotta make sure. Chapter 12. That night at dinner, my mind kept drifting back to my conversation with Prince Brassica on the phone. <laughs> Wait, really? We're doing this in flashback? What great okay. news that he was still alive. He told me that he had crawled into the vegetable tunnel and hidden himself. That's how he had survived. His friends and family had nursed him back to health. My father's voice broke into my thoughts. Eat your vegetables, he said. <laughs> You know how important that is, my mother chimed in. Not one of you has touched your salad. Bryce gave my friends and me a narrow look of suspicion. Randy, Olivia, Tommy, and Carrie had come over for dinner. Oh my gosh! We planned to practice morphing afterward. It's a big salad. My mother had made crab cakes along with salad and two vegetables. It must have been fate that made her choose broccoli 
and corn. <laughs> there were carrot curls in the salad. All my friends and I had been able to eat was the crab cakes and bread and butter. I mean, that sounds delicious. It was tough enough to eat it all, staring at things that reminded us of Prince Brassica and other members of the Vegetable Kingdom. <laughs> Why is everybody suddenly allergic to vegetables? Bryce spoke up. My father had given him some antibiotics, and they must have worked wonders because he looked and sounded much better. Oops. <laughs> but I know from my conversation with Prince Brassica that antibiotics would only make things worse in the long run. What? Our broccoli friend had clued me into a lot of facts. What? The clothes thing, for one. He told us we could morph our clothes into invisibility and back again. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Aren't they going to talk about Z-Space? We still had to try it. As far as I was concerned, I wasn't going to morph outside the house until I had had that skill down pat. Morphing inside the house was risky enough. Now back to the antibiotics. Prince Brassica was pretty sure that the attack of the Streptococcus soldiers was a trick. A decoy. Apparently antibiotics can kill the Streptococcus soldiers, but using them can leave a person more vulnerable to invasion by fungus. It would make it easier for the next level of jerks. The trichophyton to get hold of their victims. There would probably be an epidemic of athlete's foot. Of course, it wouldn't be ordinary athlete's foot. It would be super athlete's foot. I didn't have to ask my parents how to treat athlete's foot because Prince Brassica had already told me. There were antifungal creams available in drugstores. What they did was engulf the fungus. The fancy word for it was phagocytosing, which I thought was interesting, but too long and hard to pronounce. <laughs> What? I just thought of it as the good guys destroying the bad guys. However, Prince Braska said the creams might not work on the mutated super athlete's foot fungus. And even if they <laughs> did, the trichophyton could just infect their victims again. No. The soldiers needed to be stamped out and kept from infecting feet permanently. By vegetables! That's where we came in. By helping what? the vegetable kingdom kill the soldiers with massive charges of vitamins and minerals. What? Why do vitamins and minerals kill fungi? Stop daydreaming and eat, my father told me. <laughs> eat those vegetables, said my mom. I took a deep breath and looked down at my plate. These aren't really members of the vegetable kingdom, I told myself. They hadn't talked to me from the vegetable bin that day. They were just mindless lookalikes. I swallowed hard and took a bite of broccoli. After the first bite, it wasn't so difficult. I speared a tomato and chewed. For once, I was the leader of the group. The rest of my friends started eating their vegetables. I love this, like, leadership crisis. Bryce kept staring at us for a while, and then ate his. I managed to choke down most of mine. I just kept telling myself that I was doing it for Prince Brassica and the rest of the vegetable kingdom. One thing I could do to help them was not let anyone suspect that my friends and I were their allies. May we be excused now? I asked when my plate was practically empty. Randy, Olivia, Carrie, and Tommy had rallied, too. Fine, said my mom. What are you all planning to do? Um, go downstairs to the rec room and work on a school project together. I managed to lie. I hate lying and I'm not very good at it, but for now, I had no choice. Glad to hear you're getting serious about school, said Dad. That's what he always said. I got pretty good grades. I think it's just something his dad said to him, so he passed it on. I could feel Bryce's eyes on us as we left the table. Schoolwork in the summertime? I thought we were going to watch... <laughs> Cartoons Wait, it's together. Summer? <laughs> he said. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense then. We want to get a jump on the fall semester, I told him. <laughs> what? Mom and he Dad cracked lying. up. Glad to hear you're developing a sense of humor, son, said Dad. My four friends and I hurried downstairs to the basement recreation room. I had already hidden some vegetables under the fold out couch down there. <laughs> I pulled out the paper bag. What do you guys want to be? I asked. 
I held out a carrot, a tomato, a jar of olives, a radish, and a bunch of kale. I don't know who's going to be what, though. It's too hard to figure out. I couldn't take too much bulky stuff, or my parents might notice it missing from the vegetable bin. I'd like to try the kale myself, since it's kind of like my name. (laughs) This afternoon, I was an ear of corn. I think my mom cooked the one I used to morph for dinner. Randy scrunched down on her knees and picked up each one of the vegetables. I was a giant lima bean today, she said. It was the strangest feeling. Strong, (laughs) but calm. I felt green. A pale green. I never thought you could feel like a color before. I know exactly what you're talking about, I told her. Me too, said Carrie. If no one minds, I'd like to be the carrot again. When I was one earlier today, it just felt right to me. Randy tilted the striped cap she was wearing, shrugged, and handed Carrie the carrot. Okay by me, she said. Okay, the rest of us said in unison. Yep. A look of peace came over Carrie's face when he held the carrots. An uncomfortable feeling stirred in my stomach. I didn't know why. I pushed the feeling aside. (laughs) Yep, yep. I'll take the olives, Olivia said next. They seem like an interesting choice. Besides, olives are like my name. Tommy (laughs) tossed the tomato in the air. This would have been my first choice anyway. I'll be Tommy Tomato. As Randy grabbed the radish, I took a deep breath. Let's get started. Remember what I told you about morphing the clothes? Sure, said Randy. You have to think of being the vegetable and of making the clothes invisible. One thought after the other, again and again. While you inhale the vegetables. <laughs> Wait, they have to be it's smelling the, the vegetables thing. while they morph it? <laughs> they can't just smell it once? It's the stupidest thing. Do they have to do that every time? Because... Yeah. <clears throat> right, I nodded. Okay, everybody, let's do it. I closed my eyes and inhaled the leafy kale. Morphing into a vegetable was easier this time, but making the clothes invisible was tough for me. It seemed to be a snap for everyone else. When we were finished morphing, I was looking at a plain carrot, tomato, radish, and olive. I was a bunch of kale, all right, but although my shirt was invisible, I could still see my jeans and one sneaker. <laughs> Whoops. You suck at Check this, Kyle. out Kyle, everybody. The first kale wearing a pair of jeans and a sneaker. For some reason, everyone found this hilarious. I didn't. I could feel myself blushing right down to the bottom of my green leaves. <laughs> Very funny. Thanks for being such great friends, I said sourly. Don't take it so seriously, Kyle. We aren't trying to be mean. Just give it another go. You can do it. Carrie encouraged me. The others cheered me on, too. Carrie, who has all of the personality traits of all the Go for it, Kyle, said Tommy. Don't give up, urged Olivia. Yeah, yeah, said Randy and (laughs) Carrie. I revved myself up. You can do this, you can do this, I repeated silently. Then I tried again. I thought, Kale, invisible, Kale, invisible, (laughs) chanting it over and over in my mind. It worked. I looked at my body and saw only dark green leaves and skinny stalk-like green arms and legs. Yes, said my friends, all at once. <laughs> I looked at Olivia, and she looked gorgeous to me as an olive. Oh, no. She was such a bright, shiny green. Oh, no. In fact, everyone looked great to me as vegetables. Uh-oh. In some way, it felt like they were the same as my human friends, only more. Everything was different. I felt so strong and deep green. At that moment, I knew that if a carrot was the right vegetable for Carrie, then kale was right for me. There was a knock on the door, and I heard Bryce's voice. Hey, okay, if I come down, you guys, I want to get a video. I froze. We all froze. In fact, I actually saw frost on my leaves. Icicles dripped from the tomato. Little bits of ice crystals had formed on the carrot. Oh, there's like a temperature thing. And the radish. Yeah. Their cells are going to lice. 
This is a terrible idea. We all <laughs> stood there like a bunch of frozen vegetables. Oh no! Then we heard Bryce turning the doorknob. Okay, have it your way and don't answer me. I'm coming down right now. The door began to creak as it opened. Okay, we are halfway through this book. It has been two hours. Oh my god. <laughs> I think that this is a part one. I think this is part one. <laughs> People are going to be so happy to know okay. that they get two parts of Vegemore. Honestly, the whole scene in the house has been incredible. <laughs> like this is this is great, stupid, stupid Animorphs parody. It's the, so the, dumb. the beginning part was like kind of boring. Yeah, and dumb. yeah. But it's so. I just yeah. I can't. Carrie He's, in the fridge, pulling the wrong carrot, the, the hot thing. water, the weirdly the erotic subtext. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my gosh! <laughs> it's uh, so dumb. I love it. I, I hope my hands and it started vibrating, <laughs> pulsating. I hope that Kyle and Carrie have a very satisfying mm. sex life after he becomes a permanent carrot. I imagine yeah. a lot of other vegetables will be involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. Yeah, they must have just been like they probably made a bunch of these kinds of books. Like they probably made one for like Goosebumps or like mm-hmm. you know Babysitters Club or something, right? Mm-hmm. This can't be totally unique. No, no, I assume. And so they it's probably like just a... read the first Animorphs book because it's like it really is hitting beat for beat. Like yeah, except for the character personalities, the yes. only one with personality is Carrie. Yes, <laughs> and he gets to have like all of the important moments of all the other characters put together. Yeah. Randy's hat came back. Randy's hat came back, and Tommy was like a little bit funny, maybe. Was he? When he, he said, I'll be Tommy Tomato. Was he was that? at least like kind of flip. I don't know. Tommy never even got an introductory personality. <laughs> Just a friend. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but he's a friend, even though Kyle has only interacted well, with Carrie so far. I, you, know what I, you know what I really love? I love for people who saw this in the feed and were like, oh, I'll just check in. This will be funny. I hear about <laughs> Vegemorph's parody. They listen to it. It's like, well, this is stupid. But, you know, it's great background listening. And now they have to wait for part two. <laughs> Dear listeners, please let us know if you're invested and excited <laughs> about part two. And if anyone wants to create fun Gus fan art, I would love oh to see gosh. it. Oh my gosh. I want fan art of all of these vegetables with like their legs and their faces. And, and I want uh, erotic fan art of the uh, carrot scene. I don't even send all of that just to Jenny. Yeah. I, okay, so what we need is we need, like, the sort of, like, Nala come hither look, but oh, on carrot face and, yes. like, slathered in dressing. Yes. And, uh-huh. like, somehow imply that it's vibrating. <laughs> I was hoping I could find more of their parody books, but no sense. Maybe it was unique. Huh. I, mean, I don't know. It sounded like there was something for Scholastic to acquire, so... Well, I mean, the book, he just because the book was hair called. like yours. Yeah, that's <laughs> the true. Guy on this Carrie. Carrie. That is apparently Carrie, yeah. I do love that I'm Carrie, the Carrie is, this podcast. is on the <laughs> True story. Carrie's on the cover, but Kyle is the narrator. Yes. Make it yeah, well, that's because uh, Carrie is the secret leader. This is my new headcanon whenever someone says, I'm such a Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a permanent carrot and might be like hypnotizing everyone they know I, I it has every personality trait i'm i'm pretty convinced by carrie is somehow secretly evil like that oh, seems yeah. like a great oh, yeah. theory yeah. I'm into it. okay before we go we have to predict what's going to happen in the second <laughs> half of this book oh. is there a fungus like 
Yerk pool. Is there a jerk pool? <laughs> Full <of> spores. <laughs> yes. There's salad dressing involved in it. Oh no. Is it like an underground mushroom growing cavern filled with like manure? Um, no, because the <laughs> mushrooms are currently growing on top of the surface. Oh, that's true. And the that's true. Plant kingdom underneath for some reason. No, you're so right. There's going to be a thing about the mushrooms trying to get into the underground kingdom via the going through the earth. Ah, okay. Right. Well, then right. where do our kids have to go that is so horrifying? Do they have to do battle in the plant kingdom under the earth? Yeah, or maybe it's just that the, the smell of the mushrooms at... Farmer Withers' place is so bad that it's, it's just a horrifying <laughs> experience. But they've, like, already been through that. Like, they, we still have, like, 50 pages left in this book. We're, they're going to have to it's go true. somewhere else. Oh, no. What if the jerks invade the bingo parlor? Oh, no. The bingo parlor. I would be interested to see the bingo parlor come back. I think it was a very vivid setting. I think they're just going to go back to Farmer Withers' place. I think and Farmer go Withers around. is going to die. Oh, no. That's my prediction. They didn't even kill off Prince Brassica. You think they're going to kill Withers? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, there might not be any death. I kind of want one of the kids to get eaten, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. No, but surely Carrie is going Carrie, to get stuck oh, as a well, carrot. obviously get stuck as a carrot. Yeah, no, that's clear. Does he get stuck as a small carrot, or can he get stuck as a super carrot? <laughs> I, I suspect he'll still be able to shift at will between small carrot and super carrot. Also, mm, tech, that would be cool. size doesn't matter. That's true. It does for some things, though, like fighting Fun Gus. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's really unclear to me how they're going to be able to win when an army of vegetables could not, but, you know. Is everyone in the town going to get super athlete's foot and also have their the fungus in their athlete's foot talk to them? Oh, yeah, that kind of just dropped. Yeah. Mm, so far. Yes, a lot of people are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. Next time on Vegemorphs, I guess. <laughs> Vegemorphology out. If you want to find us, we are at Anamorphology.com and at Anamorphology on Twitter. Subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And don't forget to rate us, review us, and recommend us to your friends. I do think that while our usual intro is perfect and should uh-huh. not change, I do think that we should include a rendition of the uh, VeggieTales theme song. But only 30 oh. seconds of it because otherwise, you know, cut. Perfect. VeggieTales, 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 VeggieTales. That's only the, like, second half yeah. of the theme song. There's, okay. like, a tuba part at the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>